99 Jams Community Matters, your girl Super Cindy. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. I hope you guys are starting off your Sunday off right, feeling good and blessed. And live in the studio, I'm here speaking to members of the Progressive Firefighters Association Charities, Inc. I'm here with a member of the board and the chairperson for the conference that we'll be speaking about, the events that they're having coming up really soon, Miss Elizabeth Isom. Good morning, Miss Isom. Good morning, Super Cindy. And I'm also here with Phyllis Simpkins. She's a certified, well, I'm sorry, certified. She's a retired firefighter. Woo, woo, go ahead, girl. (laughs) And the executive board member of the Progressive Firefighters Association Charities, Inc. I'm here with Miss Phyllis Simpkins. Good morning, Phyllis. Good morning, Cindy. (laughs) All right, so we got a lot to talk about because the Progressive Firefighters Association Charities, Inc. is busy. (laughs) Yes, we are. Real busy with events coming up and uh, lots of things going on. So explain to the listeners what exactly is the Progressive Firefighters Association Charities. Inc. The Progressive Firefighters Association of Charities, mm-hmm. we're all about the community. Okay. We're about doing a lot of things in the community that uh, most people are not aware of. We are responsible for teaming with our other agencies to do health care events. Mm-hmm. We do every year back to school events. We also do turkey drives around uh, November every year. Coming up, Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. And also this year, unfortunately, because of the bad storm came through the Bahamas. We all got together with other agencies as a partnership and we started collecting donations to send back to our motherland, the Bahamas, and um, uh, give a lot of items that is much needed, needed. for the people there. You know, I want to say it was last year, um, your ball that you had, was Andrew Gillum there? Yes, it was and our 40th anniversary Yes, for the and I hosted that. And she let me did. just tell you, like the store, like I see firefighters, I hear firefighters, and I think, oh, they saved the day with the, you know, putting out the fires. But I never, and I apologize for that greatly, mm-hmm. I never thought about everything that firefighters go through on a daily basis basis on that job and also like the history of the black firefighters like the stories and and the footage that you guys showed like I was hosting on stage but I was looking back at the screen like <laughs> what I even went down off the stage after and I was speaking to I think it was Keith Keith Bell yes and I was like I had no clue and I'm so sorry because last year I interviewed him mm-hmm, for this weekend right. coming up and I was like I can't believe I'm my ignorance please forgive me forgive <laughs> yeah, thank you so much so you guys so let me ask, Elizabeth, well, how was your involvement with the firefighters and the, involving yourself into the Progressive Firefighter Association charities? All right. Well, I started out in the county in 1985. Okay. I worked for police as a police a call taker. Okay. 2001, I went to Miami-Dade Fire Rescue as a dispatcher. Okay. In 2007, I joined the Progressive Firefighters Association. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was the president for two years. I was the corresponding secretary. And at this this point now with this upcoming event mm-hmm. I'm the chairperson it was thrown in my lap but you know we all I'll take that okay <laughs> so I'm excited mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the event that's upcoming next week um, we're going to break down this yes. weekend of events because a lot is going on. And what about you, Phyllis? Like, how did you get involved with the um, with the firefighters? Well, I was hired for Miami-Dade Fire Department in 1998. I left the Department of Corrections. And when I became a new kid on the block, mm-hmm. uh, the Progressive Firefighters Association introduced me to the organization. And because I'm one of those people, I like to be affiliated with things and that would make change to our community for the betterment. I got on board. So I became an active board member 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been there for a little while now. And every time that the Progressive Firefighters Association does something, I try to support their efforts and I try to get out in the community and let the community know, hey, we're here. We're here. We're we're not, here. We haven't forgotten that's you. Right. And that's so awesome. So you're a retired firefighter? Yes, I am. So does that mean that you were at that building at Miami Dade? Did you go through that course or? Training Academy was at Miami Dade Community yeah. College North. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people. <laughs> I was in I was in the media department in the AC with all the equipment and cameras studying. Mm-hmm. But I would walk by there, go on my way to get something to eat and I would look at that building and be like whoever is in that building in that firefighter training they're not there anymore uh no the building now has moved over to Dorel it's in the city of Dorel and um they have a whole uh community there now so training is on the upscale and when you go there for training you get training. So we're going to give out the information if you're interested in becoming a firefighter and and find out information about it. But let's get into these events. So the weekend all starts off um, on Halloween. And the event is called Halloween in Brownsville. And it's happening Thursday, October 31st, which is Halloween night from 6 to 9 p.m. with Chair, Chairwoman Edmondson. So talk a little bit about this event, um, Elizabeth. All right, this event is hosted by Chairwoman Edmondson, Progressive Firefighters Association Charities, and the Annie Coleman 14 Resident Council. Okay. The location is going to be at Dorothy, Dr. Dorothy Bendros Mendengal Social Ep- Economic Institute. The address is 5120 Northwest 24th Avenue. That's 5120 Northwest 24th Avenue. And it's going to be music, free food, candy, and bucket for the for the children. So you don't. all you have to do is just bring your children mm-hmm. Make sure the costume is great. It's going to be $50. We all can use $50 for the best costume contest. So just show up and enjoy a fun-filled, safe environment. So it's awesome. So it's like a Halloween in a safe, closed yes. environment. With you don't have DJ. to go to, from yes. house to house. No. So the kids dressed up. They'll, there's music, free food, candy for the kids. And there's even a best costume contest for the boys and the girls. Yes. Parents know. Yes. You get your, your, your costume at the other places. Don't come naked, parents. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> you know please don't, parents. How these costumes are getting less, less and less the, cloth. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the children, there's a $50 best costume contest. And so Halloween in Brownsville, do you guys do this every year? It's or? every year. Last year it was at the FCAA building on okay. 135th and 27th. So this year we're doing it. Bringing it to Brownsville. Okay. My, my town. My <laughs> so do parents have to, like, register anything, or they just show up with their kids in the costume? There's no registration needed. It's mm-hmm. free to the public. That and just so bring awesome. your children. It's safe. They're indoors. You don't have to worry about them going door to door or meeting, un, you know, undesirables. Yes. Hello. <laughs> and, again, it's um, the Halloween in Brownsville. is going down Thursday, October 31st, 6 to 9 p.m. We'll repeat this information. So get your pens ready. It'll come um, a little bit later. And then next coming up is your 2019 Awards Banquet and Dinner Dance. And that's happening on Friday, November 1st from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. Y'all taking it after midnight. (laughs) So give us some information about that. All right. With this, this is our 2019 Awards Banquet and Dinner and Dance. And it's a formal, and I stress formal, 
event. Like wear your prom dress. Right, exactly. Wear your long dresses, and, and your tuxedos, guys. And your tuxedos, guys. <laughs> not, not your club clothes. No. Not your club clothes. <laughs> and we're going to have a live band performing, mm-hmm. also a DJ, and food and entertain, you know, entertainment. And the admission for this event is $50. Mm-hmm. And you can go online through Eventbrite to get that. So on Eventbrite, what do they look up? Um, um it'll they'll look up for the it'll say 2019 mm-hmm. Southeast Region Fall Conference. Okay. Or if you don't have Eventbrite or you cannot log on, you mm-hmm. can just show up and we'll take your money there All at, right, the, at door. the day of at the door. <laughs> at the door. <laughs> so again it's for on, on Friday, November 1st from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. it's the Progressive Firefighters and LABPFF Southeast Region. What is that? LABPFF. This I IAB. That's the oh, internet. I, I'm sorry. It's the <laughs> International Association of Black Professional Firefighters. Okay. Because the progress PFAC falls under that umbrella. Okay. And so there are a lot of um, different organizations, and it's the Southeast region. So they're like the mother, oh, and okay. we fall underneath. But I it's gotcha. at the Sheridan Miami Airport Hotel, mm-hmm. 3900 Northwest 21st Street. And is there is there an age limit? Uh, like, is it like can no. teenagers go as long as well, they have their formal gown? What and- I was about to say all oh, um long as they can purchase a ticket, okay. they can come in. Okay. Uh, now, we can't be held accountable if they come there and try to get a, a drink on the house. You understand? <laughs> exactly. But we will be having firefighters from all over the world mm. that will be participating with this event. How awesome. I know that last year, even firefighters that had moved on to a different city or mm-hmm. whatever came back for this event. That's why I find that this event was so amazing last year. And so then to round up the weekend, you guys are having having a Caribbean night party, and that's happening Saturday, November 2nd from 7 p.m. to midnight. So talk a little bit about what's going on with that. Well, this event will take place at the Sheridan Miami Airport Hotel, Mm -hmm. address 3900 Northwest 21st Street. The time will be from 7 a.m. to 12 p.m. Midnight. Mm-hmm. The admission is $50. The entertainment we will provide that night will be the Bahama Junker News, Junk-a-news. DJ uh-huh. and food and drinks. That's this is, what I'm talking This about. is all about giving some Caribbean flavor Hello. on this special night. And we're encouraging people of the community to please, please come on out and support us. Support our efforts. Support this event. And the attire is Caribbean. So come on out here. If you got a whistle, come on and blow it one Bring time. Bring your flags. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bring no flags. where you represent. Right. It'll be a Latino country. Hello. Bring, oh, bring it on. Everywhere. Bring it. Bring it on. Bahamas, <laughs> Jamaica, Trinidad, Trinidad. Everywhere. Bring it on. Everywhere. Exactly. So let's recap all these events and let everybody know where they can go to um, attend them. So again, everything is sponsored by the Progressive Firefighters Association. And the first, it starts on Halloween night. The Halloween in Brownsville event is on Thursday, Halloween night 6 to 9 p.m. There's a $50 best costume contest for the young kids so make sure they're dressed. There's music, free food and candy for the kids. Parents no candy for you. Not just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no. For the kids. <laughs> and that's happening at the Dr. Dor- Dorothy Bendross Mendigal Social and Economic Institute 5120 Northwest 24th Avenue in Miami. Then the, the weekend continues the next day on Friday, November 1st from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. We're at the 2019 Awards Banquet and Dinner Dance. And that's live band, music, food, and entertainment. Wear your formal attire. 
like prom dresses, evening gowns, tux, yes, a tux, tie. Tux, tux. Yes, please. And that's um the admission for that is $50 and it's at the Sheridan Hotel, Miami International Airport, 3900 Northwest 21st Street. And then the next day you can dress down, honey, and wear your Party. Caribbean attire. It's about the- to go down. Blow that okay. whistle. Wave that's the flag. Right. Wave, wave the flag. flag. Bring the right. flags. <laughs> so that's a Caribbean night party. And there's going to be a Bahamas junk canoe band, food, drinks, music. And that, again, is happening from 7 p.m. to midnight on Saturday, November 2nd at the Sheridan Hotel, same location as the day before, at the Miami International Airport, 3900 Northwest 21st Street. Again, wear your Caribbean attire. The cost of that is $50. And, again, where can they um, give out, when can they, where can they get the tickets? The tickets can be purchased. If, even if you just come there, mm-hmm. you can go on Eventbrite, and it would be the 2019 Southeast Regional Fall Conference. Okay. Or you can just come that the night of, okay. and we are accepting your money then, too. At the door. Awesome. At the door. At the door, you can pay as well. <laughs> and I wanted to give the information out. If they wanted to become firefighters, our listeners, young people, you know, if they want to be firefighters, the number they can call is 786 786- Three three one five thousand. Correct. Correct. That's the name. Number. All right, you guys. So, is there a Facebook page, an Instagram page well, where they can find out? That. So have, they look up yeah. what on those on those yeah. social medias, right? Because we have our website is pfacharitiesinc.org. Okay. And the phone number for PFA is three zero five six eight eight three four seven three. That's three zero five six eight eight. 3473. Okay, and give that number out one more time. 305-688-3473. All right, I want to thank the women of the Progressive Firefighters Association Charities, Inc., Miss Elizabeth Eisen, and also Miss Phyllis Simpkins, and I'm looking forward to this weekend of events. All the proceeds go to a very great cause because the Progressive Firefighters Association Charities, Inc. does not sleep throughout the no, year. We no, we don't. All about the community. <laughs> All about the, our community. Yes, I want to thank you guys for stopping by. Your girl, Super Cindy, Community Matters, 99 Jams. 99 Jams, Community Matters. And live in the studio, one of my favorite cities in the world is the city of Miami Gardens. You know, I always speak to the mayor. He's always my guest. And I always give them high fives for all the programs they have going on in the city of Miami Gardens. And one of these programs is what we're speaking about today. It's like a campaign of health. It's called Live Healthy Miami Gardens. And their campaign that they're pushing right now is Take Your Loved One to the Doctor campaign. So here to discuss that campaign is Dr. Michelle Kerwin, and we'll be calling her Dr. K. And she's a pediatrician and Chief Medical Director at the Center for Family and Child Enrichment, and she's also a council member for the Live Healthy Miami Gardens program. Good morning, Dr. K. Good morning. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, always. And I also have the marketing consultant of the campaign, Miss Melissa Dunn. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. You've been here before, so. Girl, you know this is home. (laughs) This is what we do. (laughs) All right, we got to get right into this program. What started, like, this Live Healthy Miami Gardens program? program in general like just this is what six years in you said yeah six years in congratulations on thank that. you let me tell you it's just a deep commitment on behalf of the city and the will of the mayor and and the the city commission to really commit to helping the community get healthy and the health foundation of south florida is a funder mm-hmm. and really the program is a partnership between about a hundred and odd 
organization that says, listen, Miami Gardens, we're going to be one of the healthiest communities in Florida. And I'm sure six years ago, it wasn't 100 organizations that were together. This is like working, work in progress that all the organizations saw like, wow, this is an amazing program, which I've always said as I followed the movements for the last few years. And they keep adding on. You yeah. know, next year when you come back, it'll be like 300 organizations. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? That would be great. That would be nice. Yeah. Well, you know what? It just really kind of started out as a conversation between the city mm-hmm. and the Health Foundation of South Florida. And then organizations like Dr. Kerwin's organization, the mm-hmm. Center for Family and Child Enrichment, and a mm-hmm. couple of other healthcare providers say, listen, let's pool our resources and let's help the community get healthier. I mean, Dr. Kerwin could probably talk about some of yes. the health situations that you see in predominantly African-American communities, but, you know, this is really a way that we can work collectively Mm -hmm. to create massive impact so that we'll all, you know, be healthier. You know what I love, though, too, is that the program is all ages. It's like from Mm -hmm. young, you're a pediatrician, Dr. K, all the way to the elderly, because I know there's senior days at the park in Miami Guard, like all kinds of Mm -hmm. events and programs so that you guys bring awareness and outlets for them if they have insurance, don't have insurance, whatever their financial situation is, everyone deserves health care. Like to be, if they don't feel good, they have a right to see a doctor. Like that's, that's insane that some people feel like they can't. So Dr. K, speak about your involvement. How did you get involved with the program? Um, actually, my CEO, Dolores Dunn, came and approached me about um, Live Healthy Miami Gardens. Mm-hmm. So I presume Live Healthy Miami Gardens approached CFCE first. I believe that's mm-hmm. how it happened. Um, we've been there since the beginning, I believe. Since I just day can't, one, man. can't imagine Super it's committed. been six years. Wow. But, so she approached me, and she pretty much told me that I'm going to be on the primary health <laughs> committee <laughs> no for choice. Live Healthy Miami Gardens. So I said, mm, okay. And when I went to the first meetings, I, I was, you know, I, I love doing things in the community, yeah. first of all. But when when I started going to the meetings, I really got involved, and and I, I just think it's an amazing initiative and a great concept to take care of a community. Because when the community is taken care of and everybody is living healthier, then that becomes infectious, and other people want to, yes. you know, get involved. Other communities may want to yeah, follow suit and, follow. and do the same thing and have an initiative for their, you know, like a competition. Have a have Opalaka. Yeah, like, <laughs> might want to join, you know, and Hello. so we're gonna do this too. What exactly is the um the uh, d- uh, the center for family and child enrichment. What is that? So we are a federally qualified health center. So mm-hmm. we have federal funding. Um, we deliver primary health care. So we have um, pediatrics. I'm the mm-hmm. pediatrician there. We have adult medicine. Dr. Bachara, uh, Arnaldo Bachara is our uh, adult doctor. We have a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. Um, we have OB-GYN services. Awesome. Um, we have dental services. We have two dentists, Dr. Fonseca, so Dr. Brunette. And we have behavioral health, mental health for children and adults, substance Hello. abuse, parenting, domestic violence. So we do all primary care, primary health so, Where are you guys located? We're located in Miami Gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want the actual address. Yeah, you can or give that it's, out. It's uh, 1825 mm-hmm. Northwest 167th Street, Miami Gardens, um, 33056. And That's so awesome. Even mental health, because mental health mm-hmm. is something, especially Very in our important. community, that is yes. ignored. Yes. And just, you know, go pray on it. And, Swept under but the rug. it's really real what our community is seeing when they walk outside the door at school, mm-hmm. in the streets, across the street on their block and the loss suffering loss in any way, sure. way shape or form 
is absolutely it's so yeah. important and if you don't ask a lot of people won't say it yeah know? they so keep it inside. you have to get people to the doctor and even the, with the doctor sometimes they won't say you know i think i have a mental illness or mm-hmm. you know i've been sexually assaulted or mm-hmm. what have you but you'd be surprised how much information you get when you ask Just about ask. mental health how you know? is it um i know like back in the day like we would see illnesses and it was some in someone 80 years old 90 years old but now these illnesses are affecting children newborns how how, what have you noticed being a pediatrician? How long have you been a pediatrician? I don't want to date myself. But, uh, <laughs> so, so since that, 2003, I'll let y'all do so the map. <laughs> I can't even imagine the things you've seen. So how do you feel about the progression of these illnesses attacking younger and younger? Um, it's, you know, it, it's sad to see it, but it is also preventable. So I still have hope because mm. one of the main things that we're seeing in the younger children is diabetes, type two diabetes, mm. type one. Yes, you may see that in, in a child, um, but type two diabetes, we used to really just see that mostly in adults and overweight adults. But obesity has become almost the norm in childhood. Mm. Now, I have parents that bring their skinny child and want to their, their normal weight child, I mm. should say, and ask why they're so skinny and what's wrong with them. And you know, they're used to seeing. Yes, and does he need to eat more? And I'm like, no, the BMI is normal, height and weight match, everything is fine, you know, but he's too thin. I'm like, no, he's actually normal. But (laughs) we're used to seeing, we're used to seeing, yeah. So now we're seeing a lot more type uh, 2 diabetes in younger children, and it's preventable. Diet, exercise, not just not not as easy as that, but you know, that's that's half the battle. So, Melissa, what is the take your your loved one to the doctor campaign? Like, what is what does that consist of? Well, it's really because of what Dr. Kerwin just said, Mm because we know that in our community, we see a lot of preventable diseases like type 2 diabetes and high blood pressure. So this campaign, we're really encouraging people to really commit to taking care of themselves and a loved one. So I want you to promise, and Mm -hmm. I made the promise, Dr. Kerwin made the promise, Mm -hmm. and she actually is having her staff make the promise as well to take themselves and a loved one to the doctor. Plus one. Plus one, honey. Yes, yes, yes. I think you're going to the club. Plus one. Plus one. And so VIP. VIP, honey. <laughs> VIP up in the doctor's office. Okay. <laughs> so we're telling people, listen, make the promise. Text the word promise to 545454. Take the pledge and then encourage your friends to take the pledge. And then y'all really actually call and make an appointment. Go see the doctor. Take your loved one to the doctor and get checked up. And if you don't have any health insurance yeah, organizations like CFCE where mm-hmm. Dr. K is and Jesse tries community health system as well as UHI community clinic Mm -hmm. they have free low-cost care that's Mm -hmm. available throughout the year to the community just go to livehealthymiamigardens.com and find their numbers and all their information on the take your loved one to the doctor tab all our listeners are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Do they have to be in Miami Gardens to go to a, a clinic like the doctors? Like Not at all. Anybody is welcome to come. We mm-hmm. we target my, uh, Miami Gardens, Opalaka, and some of the surrounding zip codes. Mm-hmm. But I have patients that come from Homestead. I have patients that fly in from Haiti. Okay. Um, so anybody. And we see regardless of ability to pay, regardless of yes. insurance, regardless of status in the United States, race, gender, ethnicity, you name it. It doesn't matter. Um, we, we accept 
accept everybody. And, and you it, said text the word promise to five four star five four. No, no just, just promise five, five, five four, four five four five four. And if they text that word, uh, bit my tongue. <laughs> if they do that, what exactly happens next? Like, then they get a link to the pledge. Okay. So they'll do the pledge, and then if they if one of the questions they say that they don't have any health insurance, mm-hmm. we have a patient navigator from Catalyst Miami who will mm-hmm. call them mm-hmm. and help get them hooked up to a place and connect them, make the referral to one of our community health centers. So when someone who hasn't been to the doctor in God knows how many years is going to pledge and do this, what where do they go first? Is it a primary doctor, like to do blood pressure, diabetes, they do all the... the- they would go to, to a primary health care physician, so okay. either a pediatrician if they're up to the age of 21 mm-hmm. or um, an adult uh, family practitioner or an internist, internal mm-hmm. medicine physician. Mm-hmm. And the if they've not been to the doctor in years, depending on the age and the screenings that they're due for, the doctor will do a full physical, full set of vitals, likely a full set of labs, routine labs, just mm-hmm. to screen for diabetes, um, cholesterol, uh, vitamin D. There's a lot of vitamin D deficiency now. Yeah. Different things, a set of a panel of blood that they would. Uh, do and screen for um, a full physical exam mm-hmm. and then any referrals for a mammogram um, if they need a pap smear prostate cancer screening colon cancer screening all of the cancer screenings are really important and those are done at certain ages they're not 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 across the board um, so this campaign is currently going on now until forever. Yes. Well, it's we're, it's a year-long campaign. Last mm-hmm. year, we did it for a month. This mm-hmm. year, we're doing it for the whole year, just kicking it off in October. Awesome. Listen, girl, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I took the pledge last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And so, I mean, I can't, I have to be about it, right? I can't mm-hmm. just talk about, talk it. about so, it. So I did the pledge last year, and then I actually went to see my doctor mm-hmm. and turned out that I had type 2 diabetes, and I didn't mm-hmm. even know it. Mm-hmm. And I I was walking around. I, um, what's the name of the test that that you do to Hemoglobin check? Hemoglobin A1C. The yeah. A1C. So I what did. I, my A1C was ten. Doctor, <gasps> you hear how she's wow. gasping? You're like a, my a, 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 I'm correct. diabetic since I was ten, so I'm mm. I'm type one, so I okay. know exactly what A1C. Like yeah. I have my. Uh, insulin pump right here yeah. <laughs> like I'm on it because I never took care of myself younger in my 20s I never took care of myself and now I'm like okay I need to take care of myself mm-hmm. but that A1C I was a 10. 10 that was that's wow. that was significant right doc yeah, yeah. and so I remember we had to do an I you remember when I was doing an interview with you mm-hmm. and I just broke down after mm-hmm. we got off camera I just broke down and I would say Dr. K mm-hmm. this is what's happening I'm like mm-hmm. I'm eating what my doctor is telling me to eat but it seems like I can't get my blood sugar under control what do I need to do and she set me up with her nutritionist hello it's all it about excellent. what you eat, the yeah. carbs, yes. and stuff. Yes. Yeah, and the nutritionist taught me what to eat. And then my doctor kind of played with my medication a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when I went back six months later, my A1C is a five, baby. Whoa. Boom. <laughs> Don't play <Applause>. with her. <laughs> and it's That's all excellent. because, of, all because this of this campaign. I'm telling People you, people are walking around not feeling well, but just make mm-hmm. it their norm. Like, oh, yes. this hurts, but oh, well. And, and people are really afraid to go to the doctor. But I feel like at this point, we have to be aware of what we're feeling and be honest with ourselves mm-hmm. and get diagnosed with this so it could be treated and and 
you can live. You know what I'm saying? Who wants to die because you're afraid to go to the doctor? For and sure. then a lot of times we're diagnosed at the end when it's too late it's for a doctor late. to do anything. Mm-hmm. So again, we're out of time, unfortunately. What are the? Um, give us the website again of where they can find out more information and follow and find the clinics and who's yeah. participating. LiveHealthyMiamiGardens.com. But I need everybody right now to take out their phones. If you're yes. not driving, <laughs> and text the word PROMISE to 545454. And really promise to take yourself and a loved one to the doctor. So again, livehealthymiamigardens.com and text the word promise to 545454. Don't be scared. Mm. It's better to know than not to know. Correct. You know what I mean? And a lot of times people, their health is not as bad as they think, they think. And that something can be done about whatever it is that's going on. I love it. So keep this movement going, ladies, and all the uh, participants in this program. I appreciate you, Mayor Oliver Gilbert. High five to you once again. LiveHealthyMiamiGardens.com. Your girl, Super Cindy, Community Matters, 99 Gems.